0: What would you say if I asked you how you were? Me? Yeah. Oh, I'd say, um, blubbing lovely, lovely it's back again. Here Thank we God are. I didn't ask. Welcome to <laughs> episode 13 right. of Tell Me More with Matt and Dan. Unlucky 13. Here's <laughs> hoping it's not, because the past two have been going down the <laughs> blooming shit, haven't they? I've got, I've got great optimism for this one now. I hope so. No, I do. I'm quite excited. Makes one of us. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Tell Me More, a podcast where I go to Matt. Hiya. With a fact or interesting topic. And Matt I then says, tell me more. I do do that. Yeah, yeah. you do that. Yeah. Uh, and then I tell him more. And then he has to decide whether or not he's happy. I told him more. And how do you do that, Matt? I, um, I press a button and it's this one. And that's if it's good. And then it's this one. If it's bad. Mm. Yeah. We can't be having that, can we? No, not really. Not all the time. I just realised... I love you. I love you too. Love you. You know I also love? Is it facts? I just love telling you things. Is that what you're going to do right now? Yeah. Oh, fucking keen as it been. Go on. Go on. Today's fact... The great grandson of the richest family in America suspiciously went missing. Oh, well done. Tell me more. So during the break, I just asked Dan, are you going to just tell me the plot to the film All the Money in the World? (laughs) Um, Go on then. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, because the richest family in America are the Rockefellers. And the Rockefellers did make a lot of their money from oil. So I was like, oh, shit. But no, that's where the similarities end. Okay, good. So the richest family in America are the Rockefellers. Yeah. Mainly John D. Rockefeller Sr., who at the time of his death was worth over three hundred billion dollars. That's a lot. That's nearly as much as Mansa Musa. Oh, assalamualaikum. Michael Rockefeller was born May nineteen twenty-eight. The son of future Vice President Nelson Rockefeller e- and great grandson of John D. Rockefeller Sr. Nice. And possibly um, a victim of cannibalism. Oh no! It's like that bloke, Army Hammer. Oh yeah, cannibal. I love him. Raised in a life of privilege and also incredibly clever, he graduated Harvard in 1960. He became a bit of a philanthropist and an art collector. Oh. Leaving Harvard, he went on a trip in 1961 to Dutch New Guinea to study the Asmat tribe and collect Asmat art. Oh. He wanted a bit of a gap year, really. Oh, gap year. <laughs> gap year. <little> gap year <laughs> to the Asmat tribe. My God. So he went from Harvard and he was like... Mm. Mummy, where can I go in my gob yard? Oh, I know. Dutch New Guinea. Well, he's, he's got a lot of pressure. He's going to be in the bloody richest family in the world.
1: Yeah, well, we don't know that yet.
0: <coughs> what? That he, to, he was born into it. Oh, yeah, never mind. Spoilers. <laughs> George. Spoilers for my life. <laughs> Won't be many more spoilers to go. Oh, maybe. Oh, mystery. <laughs> no, history. Oh, that's it. Sorry, it's one of the re's. He was also familiar with the tribe after being part of a documentary crew which filmed the tribe for six months when at Harvard. Oh. So the Azimuts are one of those tribes that are untouched by modern society, still very traditional, with no influences to the modern world. They didn't even have a wheel back then. Like, they hadn't invented the wheel or utilized a wheel at all. Oh. and This is in the 60s. How'd they get around? Not in the Cadillac. <laughs> Not in the Beamer. Walking. <laughs> um, they're also keen craftspeople and artists but we're also bloodthirsty headhunters and ritual cannibals hmm, no middle ground there is there not for them no arts and craft cannibalism <laughs> like army hammer oh true oh wow where's he from america's not dutch new guinea not dutch new guinea no. no uh, no no i highly doubt it on the 17th of november 1961 while six kilometres away from shore, Rockefeller, along with Dutch anthropologist René Wasing, had their boat tipped over and flipped over. Why did I say two things? <laughs> tipped over, flipped over. They were fine. It did a full 360. <laughs> that, that barrel roll. <laughs> it did a full barrel roll. <laughs> Just for fun. <laughs> he was like, you know what I can do? <laughs> R- René's like, what? this?" Learned out at Harvard? <laughs> Did you know I'm rich and incredibly clever?
1: <laughs> He's going to rock a fella.
0: More like Michael rock the boat, fella. Rock the boat. To rock the boat, Michael. <laughs> to tip the boat over. Oh, the poor man died. Or did he? <gasps> I'm going to use one. Which one shall I use? Um, their boat had flipped over and got hit by waves. Oh. Yeah. Now, Michael Fassbender. <laughs> <laughs> What do you have to say? I'm not really too sure. Irish? Michael Fassbender is Irish. I thought he was German. No, I saw him point three fingers at once. Yeah, he's not German. Yes, let me go tell my Nazi friends. Oh, dude, that is a Quentin Tarantino. Tell us, call you dude? You call me dude, and that's worse than me referencing Tarantino. I know. I've been calling everyone dude a lot recently, and I don't know why. It doesn't suit my voice. Dude. Dude. Doesn't that mean something? Dude. It's Like a whale penis or something. These are the facts you need to come with me, Dan. (laughs) Tell me more. Tell me me more. (laughs) Tell me more, Dan. (laughs) What is it? I need to know. I mean, here I am Googling dude whale penis. Oh, no, that's dork. Oh. Oh, okay. Where's the origin of dude come from then? Oh. Oh, come on. You're going to like it. Oh, okay. I think the long version of dude should be more in your vocabulary. Okay. Late 19th century, a denoting of dandy, probably shortened from doodle, perhaps an illusion with Yankee Doodle Dandy. <laughs> <laughs> so next time I referenced in Tarantino, the one Tarantino movie I've actually watched, you can go, hey now, Yankee Doodle Dandy. It works so well. <laughs> Yankee Doodle Dandy. <laughs> Oh, I like that. And when what? What year? Um, late nineteenth century. Oh, that's class. Oh, I enjoy that. Yankee Doodle Dandy. You know, the other day, at, um, school. I said, um, a question was asked to me. How's the group feeling? I said, Oh, we're. We're, we're filled with vigour, um, anticipation, and razzmatazz. <laughs> I completely forgot the use of the word razzmatazz. What a great word. Yankee Doodle Dandy, razzmatazz. I, I love it when you remember a word because you, like, I hyperfixate on random topics. Recently it's been geography, if you can't tell. Really? Oh, okay. A lot of New Gui- yeah. Dutch New Guinea. All the Africa facts about all the things and Dutch New Guinea. Wow. Yeah. Um you do it with a word, though. Do you remember when you made whimsical your lock screen because you remembered the word existed? Yes, I love the word whimsical, and especially acting with whimsy. Oh, But then emphasising the H. Whimsy. You know what? I'm putting it down here. Next week's episode is going to be about words. Because I've fucking love words no dan we're cutting this fact off right now we're not going back to the Rockefellers. we're doing words we're doing it this is the most interesting thing in the world otherwise i quit (laughs) (laughs) did you know the word do yeah um is completely meaningless it doesn't exist (sighs) at all in any language except english but what what if you put two together then it does exist (laughs) (laughs) who? big <laughs> <laughs> no, think of a sentence now where you'd have the word do in it ah uh, do you want to go to the park would you like to go to the park yes do it's I mean like do it's it's a verb isn't it yeah it, it's complete oh, is it yeah I guess yeah yeah it is do but it's completely meaningless but it summarizes most verbs or is it an adverb no, no, no it's, a, no, it's verb. a verb yeah do oh I'm gonna go do the washing up I will wash up I'm washing up. And I've washed up. Absolutely. A a, a good word. Anti-disestablishmentarianism. Which is... And the... Uncle (laughs) disestablishmentarianism. I'm so glad you laughed because I said (laughs) disestablishmentarianism. Do you know what anti-disestablishmentarianism is? Um, Where it's... Isn't it a double negative? No. Because it's... You're with the establishment. Then you're for disestablishment. But you're against that. So you're also just a establishmentarian the opposition to the disestablishment of the church of england <laughs> so you don't want the church of england to be disestablished i've got i've actually written down facts about the cannibals okay yeah go into it this <laughs> words is just next week i love words though yeah okay etymology let's well, fucking do it you can't take any of the words out that we've gone through here oh no I'm, good I'm, this is all staying in okay good preview for next make, week make this one brief <laughs> i've got Get um, to the get to the point. Get to
1: the end. <laughs> We're,
0: having fun. We're Having fun. Do you see my eyes light up when we started talking about words? And, oh, I can't wait. Go on then, Rockefeller. So he fell off his boat. <laughs> what? what a fucking oh, a tangent we just went on. Yeah, Dan fell off. Do you
1: like words? So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, so the boat flipped over and started sinking. The two local guides swam to go get help, um, but they took ages to get back. So Michael confidently said to Rene, "I think I could make it to shore." So we—they stri- oh. <laughs> were near shore, about six kilometers away. Um, so he stripped down to his boxes, put some jerry cans around his waist, and jumped in and s- swam to shore. Rene was rescued that afternoon, but Michael was never seen. Again. Because he tried to swim six kilometres. But he had jerry cans on his waist. Remember that. So he was officially declared dead three years later in 1964 and presumed to have drowned. But the largest manhunt in the South Pacific opened. This is right after. I went a bit weird with the time. How big was he? <laughs> <laughs> he became the green giant. <laughs> Oh, what's the, what's that? What's that? What did you get What are those things? Are like are oh, they peas? Red? No, it's corn. Oh, oh green giant. giant. So what happened to that on that big man
1: hunt? Come <laughs> on, Danny, tell us another one. <laughs> no, I need to get through this. Oh, first. No. <laughs> not the fact. Not the fact. <laughs>
0: The largest manhunt in the South Pacific began and his father and sister went to New Guinea for 10 days to search for Michael. The mystery around his disappearance comes from the fact that if he drowned, he'd be floating because of the jerry cans around his waist. Yeah, With the size of the search party that was there, there was planes, there was helicopters, there was people all around the island looking for him. Someone would have found him if he'd drowned. Uh. And since then, people have frequently replicated the swim as well. Um, and they all made it to shore absolutely fine. Interesting. So he would have died on no. land. Yeah. I thought you were about to say, interesting. So he would have died. <laughs> said two things. That said he wouldn't. Oh, okay. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> so we drowned and died. <laughs> okay. Okay. I get you. In 1968, the editor of an adventure magazine, Milt Mucklin. Oh, that's a name. That's up there with bloody... Uh, Benny Boogers, whatever his name was. Yes. <laughs> Brian Burrell. <laughs> I'm glad you remember these things. What's, what's his name again? Milt Macklin. Where's he from? America. Okay. He sounds like
1: this. Ah, actually, it's <laughs> horse like this. Milt Macklin. I'm no fancy lawyer or nothing. But I think that Milt Macklin, <laughs> I speak in the third person, He's <laughs> a hell of a guy. <laughs> I think he's a top. Yankee Doodle Dandy. Yankee Doodle Dagger. Ah, I love it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so, Milt Macklin was approached by a smuggler, an Australian smuggler.
1: Oh, crikey. Now, here we say, what do you say here, sir? Uh, I don't, I, what are you talking about?
0: Oh, you came to me, sir.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, I did. I'm going to smuggle staff. My friend Rockefeller. I
0: know him. I found him. I am him. You're actually... Telling the exact tale that happened then. What? So, Milt Macklin was approached by a smuggler, an Australian smuggler, who'd apparently had some information on Michael. The smuggler said he saw Rockefeller among a tribe a few weeks beforehand. Mm. So, Milt, we'll call him Milt. Yeah. I feel like we're friends now. Uh, we've embodied him. Millie Mack. It's Milt to you. Milt. Yeah. Milt. Where's Milt. Milt. So, when Milt, so as soon as he heard about this, who? Mil- oh, he flew over. Okay, I've got a story here. I'm an editor <laughs> of an adventure magazine.
1: I must find this man and win a million dollars. Million dollars. Million dollars. I'm going to invent my own unit of currency. Uh, my own unit of numeracy, apparently. apparently it's going to be absolutely buzz Aldrin. That's what they said back in the... <laughs> <laughs> He'd just been to space at that point. Had he?
0: 19- he hasn't been to space yet,
1: but um, I can't wait to tune in next year, 1969, to see Buzz Aldrin go to space. I'm gonna send him to space with my million dollar. I'm gonna put a million dollar boot and boot
0: him to space. So what so did we he went do? To- <laughs> so we went over to New Guinea. Pack my bags. <laughs> so we went to the island. <laughs> did he swim? <laughs> I can swim that
1: six kilometers there and back. With my hand tied by my ass cheeks. My elbows are practically jerrycans. <laughs> my feet are bigger than flippers. <laughs> the dolphin.
0: So he swam. He went, no, he didn't.
1: Uh, oh, <laughs> who said that? <laughs> It was me, it was old Milton, <laughs> spreading lies, spreading lies about what I did. I'm an editor, I'm a journalist, I'll make up my own story. Well, I've got creative liberty over my own life. <laughs> Milton.
0: This is going so well. I don't know he
1: <laughs> have been talking for half an hour <laughs> and most of it has been Milton talking about this
0: amazing man huh? no, we also fucking showed down shit about what <laughs> I hate Milton a bit now so do I <sighs> when Milt went to find the island where the smuggler said to go there was no evidence of the tribe there oh he asked around new guinea so this was dutch new guinea so he had some dutch colonizers Mm. and you had some tribes people and he was asking around to everyone and nobody there thought he drowned oh nobody okay oh
1: well, <laughs> that changes things, for old Miltie boy.
0: I've cracked open the mystery like an egg from Kentucky.
1: Oh, and the best eggs come from Kentucky.
0: This is why we stopped doing We're Not Men because we would just delve down accent pathway and it's just like we would just lean in is and that, improvise is that before or after thank god harbour <laughs> well it was after that and then we went to
1: disco <laughs> that's Milt's favorite part <laughs> of the planet he loves it it's the darling br- you give me a one-way ticket to disco island <laughs> and he uh, and that's what happened he asked like where is he <laughs> and
0: he's like oh he's not here he's on disco island <laughs> <laughs> In his book he wrote called The Search for Michael Rockefeller, he details some of the things that he found. Yep. While searching for Michael Rockefeller. Oh. So the tribespeople, they believe in an eye for an eye, right? Yeah. A few years before Michael went there, there was a war between the Dutch colonisers and the tribespeople. Yeah. And then after that, the Dutch went up and killed three tribespeople in like an effort to, to try colonise them, to try, like, bring them into the modern day, everything like that. It's He speculated that when he came to shore, he was just seen as someone from the white tribe. Ah! And because three people had been killed previously by the Dutch, they didn't know... Dutch from American from English. They
1: didn't. They didn't know Rockefeller from the Dutch. Ah, that's what I've deduced from my time here in Dutch New Guinea. Um. Uh, so I, I, I deduce uh, <laughs> and, uh, and I hypothesize that he was killed. Yes, he was killed by a member of the The
0: tribe. The tribe. And then he was
1: eaten alive. Yes!
0: Oh, you the, oh, just got that there. It's because I've embodied Milt so much, I know exactly what he'd written. Yeah. I, oh my god, I'm a genius. So apparently, the Rockefellers also sent a private investigator out in the '70s to figure out what happened.
1: Disguised as <laughs> Milt. Ah,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So- <laughs> what happened there? What- Sorry, it's not funny. So he pri- the Rockefellers sent a private investigator out in the 70s to figure out what had happened. And he traded a boat engine with the tribe for three human skulls of the only white men that they had killed mm. the tribe. He was paid $250,000 to take them back to America for the Rockefellers to get sampled and tested. And no result had ever come from that. They didn't release any information, whether it was him or not. Oh, God. But this was something I was reading up on and I was like, oh, well, there we go. One of the richest families, their grand, great-grandson had died from cannibalism. Mm. But there's another possibility. <gasps> so the tribe may have said that they killed him to appear more powerful and to appear like they're really you know big and tough. Right. But they may have been hiding a deeper truth. We're bringing him back again. The footage Macklin took on his trip was kept in a safe until 2008 when Fraser Heston, son of Charlton Heston, was making a documentary all about Macklin's trip.
1: I went over there and recorded a few images, but I'm locking them away so no one can see them until
0: 2008. Um, amongst hundreds of hours of footage... And amongst hundreds... <laughs> there was a film of all these tribesmen on canoes. One of the tribesmen was a naked white man with glasses who looked exactly like Michael. Fast Bender. <laughs> but they can't analyse it properly because the film was too grainy for any proper analysis. Nah. So the mystery is still whether he drowned, was eaten, or... He lived amongst them. Yeah. Wow. So, Matt, Milt, are you glad I told you more?
1: Absolutely,
0: Daniel. <laughs> I think that you have... I'm mostly doing it because you've introduced Milt to my, to my <laughs> Milt life. Milt Macklin. <laughs> Literally. Rockefellers. Okay. Yeah, maybe he's dead. Cool, cool, cool. But the journey of Milt <laughs> is far more stupendous than any dog can really demand. Just so people know at home, raw audio, how long has this been so far? 41 minutes. Okay. <laughs> Can't wait to edit that one. Laura, Laura, fun. I love Milt. I, I'm going to go and research more about Milt. Thank you very much for joining us once again. If you've got a fact, give us some good facts. I love a good fact. Yeah. Really strange ones as well. Obscure Weird. ones that'll make us go, oh, what? No. Thank you once again for joining us on the Tell Me More podcast. Yeah. So if you like facts. <laughs> strip rub what we were saying there. <laughs> if you like fact send them through to tellmemore.pod.au dot pod dot AU if you're still listening at this point. Thank you very much for joining us. Can't wait to see you next week. Bye. Have a lovely one. <laughs> <laughs>